Hello, this is Jennifer Maynitz with Esoterica, storytelling that goes beyond the extraordinary. Today, my story explores a dream in the vernacular. Last night, I had a vivid dream, the type of dream that feels so real, it's as if you really lived it, and so even though you were technically sleeping, you didn't get any sleep, so you feel exhausted and want to hit the reset button to start all over again. In this particular dream, my grandma was alive, but nobody believed me. I looked right at her and said, I love you, and she mouthed the same back to me, looking me in the eye, but then she went back to looking dead. I was thrilled that my grandma was there, and I felt wonderful that she loved me, but then I was sad because she looked so old and tired, if dead can look tired, and I wondered if she was in a happy place or if she was suffering where she was. I hoped not. I was frustrated with everyone not believing me, in the dream, I mean, but the love I felt for her was so achingly sweet. As I sit typing, I am crying, tears are streaming, and I don't know why. Well, I guess I do know why. I am crying from loss and sadness, from grief. I really miss my grandma and the unconditional love we shared. As my thoughts wander, however, I contemplate what it means to love someone. Why is love so sad and wonderful at the same time? I guess it's where we get the expression, love hurts. It is the biggest oxymoron. We all want to be in love and feel love because of the high it brings us. It feels so great, but the road to love is mired with pitfalls, stones, and rubble that can trip you. You love someone, and that someone doesn't love you back. You feel this intense desire to have someone in your life, to see him or her happy, but the object of your affection doesn't seem to care. You are not a priority, and this hurts. You put tremendous work and energy into loving this person, and yet you reap nothing but pain from this unrequited love. Finally, you come to realize that nothing you do, no matter how hard you try to make it so, no action enables you to receive love in return. Nothing. And so this love you harbored, nurtured, and created suffers and withers and dies and you're left with a cold, dark, empty feeling in the pit of your stomach. What you once identified as love becomes something else. It morphs from pain to hurt to resentment to its final transformation. It can only be defined as hate. Sinister, permeating, nauseating, unrelenting hate. All thoughts continue to be directed toward this one person. The energy expelled is equally exhausting, but now it focuses on imagining horrible revenge sequences. Your mind allows this person to experience untold embarrassments and anguishes. Your so-called beloved stands in front of an audience with no pants, loses a high-stakes poker game you secretly rigged, sobs at the damage done to a treasured sports car outside a bar, as you gleefully watch from behind a dumpster, and finally drops dead after enjoying specially crafted caramels you so neatly wrapped as a peace offering. The imaginings go on and on, until you become aware of just how much time you are wasting on someone who doesn't deserve it. That moment of dawning realization brings with it a formal end to the cycle of love. But wait, the love is still there. It just finds a new object of affection. And if you truly get it, that you have all this love to share, you and the universe you live in enjoy the newly morphed form of love. It's called self-love. I'm Jennifer Manus for Esoterica. Thanks for listening.